I'm laughing already and we haven't even started. <laughs> Welcome to episode three. We do hope you enjoyed our bonus episode on World Menopause Month. Uh, this episode we're very excited to bring to you. Uh, we'll tell you about our guests later on. However, um, first of all, Joe, how are you, my darling? How's it been going? It's been five weeks since our last uh, podcast. So what's been going on in your life, my sweet? Oh, it's been a long time, hasn't it? And um, yeah, it just goes to show how much can change in such a short space of time, because I sadly lost my brother um, in these last five weeks um, and not wishing to bring things down, but just wishing to be real about what's going on, because life can be really tough at times, can't it? And uh, so, yeah, he he lost um, a very quick battle to cancer and um, he was only 51. And yeah, it's been a really tough three weeks actually I would say um uh, so we lost him a week ago last Sunday got the funeral next week um yeah but I'm very you know we're very fortunate we've got a lovely family and it makes you realize what's important in life um when Mm. awful things like this happen doesn't it and and actually how there's still there's still joy and laughter in amongst the incredible pain of it all and disbelief there's a lot of disbelief around because it all happened so fast and um well you know what it's like um uh, grief is and losing loved ones is just so painful isn't it but part of the the the, we, the web of life um but yeah so that it's been an interesting uh, and very sad very sad i would say um but doing things like this has uh, is is always good because it sort of peps you up a bit and um, gives you something else to think about which is so important I think I think I'm learning that distraction is is really important <laughs> um, oh yes just sort of like <laughs> giving your brain a break sometimes and I, mm. I've been coaching uh, a lady actually and and I was and <clears throat> she was just saying I just feel so much pressure in my head the whole time and literally just as part of the coaching session I just said just do a breathe just breathe just breathe you know and she just sat there and just did the sort of um she does a yoga breath um thing I'm doing this on my on my face I know but she we, does we do no eventually one... <laughs> one of these days Joe we'll get these recorded and yeah. we'll have them on YouTube yeah I think actually I'm our visual yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing that I'm doing on my phone. But anyway, she so she just did that as part of, you know, and, and in me, you know, after that, her things settled and yeah, you realise how important actually having these little um uh routines and uh strategies, I think, isn't it, to help mm. us cope when things are overwhelming uh become. And uh and so yeah, we mustn't under underestimate those simple, simple things. But yeah, so that's that's me. It's um, and I'm I'm so sorry because obviously, um, as you know, or those of you that do or don't know our history, Joe and I mm-hmm. go back for a long, long time. So mm. when we were uh, at primary school, so I knew Alistair, her brother, as well, and it has been a very sad uh, mm. time. But I, uh, for those that don't know, I did uh, lose my husband and uh, 19 years ago. So I have used that experience to try and distract Joe. <laughs> and get yeah. her to do things like her podcast intro mm. Mm. <laughs> Very good. because they're good mm. they're good and uh yes it's a horrible time and as anybody that's gone through losing somebody knows uh there's not a lot anyone can say or do okay. it's just a horrible process that that people go through and you have to work through but 
obviously all our love goes to you and all your family um and we are all here for you your friends and family and our, and those of our podcast listeners will also <laughs> uh, be feeling for you especially those that may have also experienced something similar so yeah. i am sorry um and thank you Thank you not only for coming on and doing this intro that we can introduce our podcast to, but also you did actually do our podcast with our <laughs> next guests in a very in a situation where you possibly you didn't mm. really want to. And as your old friend, I went <laughs> go and come on, come on, <laughs> you can do this. Distract you yourself. Yeah. And you did end up managing to do it. So hats off to you and well done, my darling. Thanks. Um have apart from that we're obviously going on have we had and what's been going on other than that have mm. you had any uh any more things going on and obviously that has consumed a lot mm. but mm. any anything a little more up upbeat mm. for mm-hmm. you as a family or uh oh, your yes. courses or any it's... training yes happy news is I'm going Excellent. to be a, I'm going to be a grandma. <laughs> You're joining the grand. Yeah, how exciting <laughs> is that? So, um, so my yeah, so Jasmine, my middle daughter, is uh, thirteen weeks pregnant, and um, yeah, so I'm going to be a grandma in May next year. So that's very exciting. Very, and exciting. that's just such lovely news at this time mm. to bring a little bit of happiness into into your lives. Oh, that is that is very exciting. Ten. I can't wait to be a grandma. Oh, I tell you what's <laughs> best. It's such fun being a granny. Yeah. Because when you've had enough, you just pass them back and go, exactly. I want to go to bed now. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. <laughs> joy. Joy. <laughs> None of this endless sleepless nights. No, no. no. You just no. go in and you just go in and save them now and again when they're really knackered. Yeah. I'll and just then they think do one wrong. night for you, sweetie. Yeah. That's all right. You have a sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear well um I was chatting to you going we've actually because our next podcast is so long with our Mm. lovely guests we're going to keep this brief but you know as usual I'm gassing away no so I don't know if you want to know but I'm Mm. going to tell you about my five weeks yes what do you you're gonna you're gonna find out whether you want to or not I want to know everything (laughs) I want to know menopausal moments I want to know uh well I understand your your risk of being engulfed in a bushfire at the minute right as we speak it's so hot in Australia <laughs> it is we do have a fire going on not far from us it has been That's 39 scary. today um 40 tomorrow and um we're not in summer yet so and this wow. is like a precedent a new precedent of in Perth uh yeah. of this heat for a week so yeah high 30s um 40s um, the I'm looking out the window at the moment, Joe, wow. and oh. the the black the black cloud seems to be diminishing. But yeah, oh, it's always quite scary over here because it's once the winds pick up, when you walk out and it's a fire, it's just like walking into a furnace of hot air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you've got that blowing with um yeah with with a fire. It's always um yeah. So we always keep an eye out and worry about our pe- our friends that live up in the hills. But unfortunately, it's quite a regular occurrence over here. But Is it? Uh, mm. Yes, but luckily we don't live up 
in the hills and it's not too far away and it all seems to be under control however because of the you know the way that um australian houses are built mm. not much for keeping the warmth in you know there's gaps around well the older houses so mm. you can just smell it right so now the house just smells i'm just going to smell like i've been barbecued in the morning <laughs> just just from the smoke att- nice. attaching to my clothing anyway Yes. Yes. So tell me about your five weeks. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep this brief. Yes. Go uh-huh, on. She says, go yeah, on. Uh-huh. Let me try. <laughs> try. So, OK, so I've been on, I've been menopausing, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Mm. My lovely daughter and her boyfriend came over from the East Coast and we went to a lovely wedding, which was fantastic. I saw my granddaughters compete in a cheerleading competition, which is so mm. cute, especially mm-hmm. a little four year old. Um, and Sophia is now doing tumbling and she's getting really great. Uh. Um, I uh, finished teaching a course uh, for menopause ambassadors. Yeah. I did completed a confidence in the menopause uh, course with Louise Newsom from oh, Newsom yes. Health. Yes, I must I want to do that. Well, I started yes. it and I haven't got anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Loved yeah. it. Uh, yeah. been on a couple of webinars. I've been menopausing, menopausing, menopausing. Obviously our podcast is now on mm. Apple. Mm. That's, That's very exciting. exciting. Mm. Uh, and I've been helping a few pro- uh, private clients but yes, finished finished teaching for um, a, a company for a menopause ambassadors course, mm. and been helping on a coaching course. But um, that sort of leads me nicely into your next course, Joe. So how mm. is that going? The menopause advocacy. Mm. Yeah, so... talk about that and what's going on with it. Um, yeah, it's been <clears throat> it's been fun. I've been running that in a school in South uh, Southampton actually, um, and they are they they're actually training six people, six members of staff to be menopause advocates. Uh, and, and we've already done training with their line managers. We've done training for everyone um, as well, sort of an awareness training. So it's it, they're you know hats off to them. They're they're really working hard on uh, on how to support their sort of female staff and um, uh, and you know uh, investing in that, putting their money where their mouth is, and investing in that. And 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 hopefully they will see you know huge sort of wins in terms of retention well-being and and just you know equity as well in in their in their school for for female workers and for managers you know and it, as we say don't we a menopause affects everyone so you know uh-huh. you start talking about it and people say oh do men need to come along to this and then men come along and they go oh I get it now I understand <laughs> what's going on oh I'm going to talk to my you know my partner my wife you know and it's great because you just have such fantastic conversations so yeah so it's been um that's been great so I'm I'm running module four of that this afternoon in the school which you Brilliant. have helped put together which is wonderful uh, what are friends for my darling exactly and hopefully we will teach it together online because uh, my plan is to put it online um in 2024 and Brilliant. you and I will deliver it together and um or you know between us um yeah and and hope you know see organizations really um investing and and I, for me it's about a sustainable and strategic um response so giving organizations an opportunity to really embed menopause awareness and uh, this into their uh, well-being and and sort of into who they are as an organization so um yeah so it's a good way for them to invest in my humble Do you know what opinion. i feel that that we i feel that there is a 15 minute bonus podcast on mm this sort of course that that mm. that won't take away from the fun but i think it's really mm. important that actually just short and sweet why mm. people need 
to think about this, what it offers, businesses, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, I can feel that coming on. Don't Ooh, you? Yeah, it's in your waters. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's in my waters, love. But <laughs> Red wine, probably, mostly. <laughs> um, probably not what should be. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned red wine. Oh, Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, on our podcast with our guests, oh. you will hear me going, take over, Joe. I'm pouring myself a glass of wine. I just muted myself. Oh, you did. I'm back. <laughs> now, I'm also not a sound engineer, so this could be interesting. <laughs> However, mm. on our podcast, yes. oh, I had to give myself extra work, didn't I, Joe? As if I, d- I didn't have enough for this podcast. Um, you will hear me talking about pouring a glass of wine with our lovely guests. Yeah. However, it was six o'clock in the evening and I am in Australia. So don't <laughs> yes. worry, people. Yeah, yeah. They were they, they were on their coffees, but yeah. they were quite happy for me to pour my glass of wine. <laughs> Any, <laughs> I also, I've got to now tell you. Oh, no, you tell them, Joe. Who are we talking to? Because they are amazing. Oh, well, we are talking to uh, the in hormones ladies so yes um, what the fog meets in hormones <laughs> it's me great pleasure to say that uh yeah so helen emma and terry and terry and um yeah we had a great chat with them they're really wonderful and um yes so i can't wait for our listeners to hear from them they they were kind of doing this way before uh menopause got sexy and uh do you think i could ever be sexy <laughs> and uh yeah so they they've they've really sort of done loads in terms of supporting uh women just uh talking about their own stories and uh, they started I, I you know as as, else, as you'll hear in the podcast because nobody was talking about it and because they realized they were going through weird and wonderful things and they weren't sure what the heck was happening um and uh yeah so they're brilliant and they've won awards for their podcast so they can teach us a thing or two and we just had a great chat didn't we um they are such lovely lovely ladies and it was such a shame we couldn't get Beena on there because yeah. we got three out of the four but um oh what a hoot I mean mm. uh yeah I, I we could have chatted to them for ages couldn't yeah. we because yeah, they we were could. so easy and so lovely and mm. so yeah they were absolute dream mm. so we'll, we'll I've already decided we'll have to have them back again <laughs> yes we will we will <laughs> right anyway there's me mm. talking away um so yeah so coming up our podcast with the effing hormones will be linked on to me prattling however just before we uh let you hear our lovely ladies and our uh, our chat with them that we had a couple of weeks ago. Joe, any more uh, menopause n- uh, news in the news, so to speak? News in the news, uh, yeah, just news about in the, the news. <laughs> so the the new nice guidelines uh, or yeah. the draft nice guidelines have been published, um, and there's been quite a lot of outcry about them because there's a feeling that uh, they are not as perhaps um, embracing of more recent research and understanding around HRT and the benefits of it, the long term health benefits of it, uh, and they, um, I think there's a great line that I think it was Kate Muir said, you can't think your hormones higher or better um, because they're <laughs> advocating it's it, it feels like there's an advocating CBT over yes. 
HRT um, and so on and so forth. So uh, Dr. Louise Newson has written uh, widely about this um, and I've shared some of that in on my socials um, and in the What the Fog Facebook group. Uh, Kate Muir also is is doing a lot on the menopause mandate. So this is a there is a consultation period that I believe goes up until January, February next year. So if yeah. you have a look at the NICE guidelines and are able to respond to the consultation, then I would encourage people to do that um, and to get their views across uh, about what they feel needs to be included and changed and perhaps read what Kate and Dr. Newson and others, I'm sure there's others, those are the ones that I've sort of um, read this week, uh, have been saying and see what you think. And yeah, um, it, it does feel like once again, I mean, Kate Muir used the word gaslighting that that women are being gaslighted, and which is a strong word, but I, but there is a sense of that, and I think we talked about misogyny in the health system, didn't we? In in well, in the podcast, as you'll hear with the effing hormones ladies, um, but uh, yeah, it's it it needs things need to change, and women need to be given um more options and better information and uh, yeah and, and not be fobbed off and so yeah please please have a read and see what you think um and 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 respond if you can would be my Absolutely. advice if you google it there's a you can there's a link to the concert and we'll put that into our show notes as well i was gonna say but yeah we'll pop them into the show notes no absolutely yeah. and cbt has its place and i will not yeah. knock it i know no. for a lot of people and with it very close to me have had mm. cbt and really used it but having done my confidence in the menopause uh, course and realized how many receptors in your brain mm. are estrogen receptors and testosterone receptors um cbt is not going to sort of fill those receptors it's not no. going to it's 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 part of the network of support and help that we can give ourselves mm. as we talk about isn't it it's not yeah. there isn't one thing that fits everything in no. menopause it's no. it's a whole a whole process of diet lifestyle hrt if and when if you want to lifestyle sleep it's a whole thing anyway mm. i'm going to mm. start prattling on this is going to be a podcast yes. in itself Joe. i know we i know got we need the to, ladies to come we need to introduce them i'll let you do that <laughs> oh wow i think i've already done it and i think yeah. i gush enough oh. on the podcast oh. <laughs> anyway oh. uh, thank you for listening yet again people our lovely listeners and um, yes we have a few i've been i've been keeping an eye on the uh the the downloads it's quite exciting you know it's obviously not you know anywhere near um <laughs> there's uh, chris <laughs> and rosie ramsey or she uh, <laughs> was shag married annoyed but you know yeah <laughs> time. We're, 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 you know we've got a few people listening to us which always helps <laughs> anyway <laughs> please sit back and listen to the, our most wonderful chat with the three out of the four ladies of the effing hormones ladies and you can find their own podcast on spotify and apple and all usual uh mm. you know um platforms for um for podcasts and yes and on that note goodbye mm. We Bye. will see you soon and we will we are we have decided or oh, little little nugget oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> my own nugget uh we are going to do be coming on a little bit more often than once a month joe and i like to chat 
far too much we can't just keep doing it once a month so mm. we will we will chat again uh even if it's only a little little gem for you to keep you occupied mm. uh, in between <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> mm. and yes um shush shush shush, shush now. sit back enjoy walk no the woman. dog <laughs> um yes. and yes enjoy this with our lovely effing hormones ladies see you later and welcome to three quarters of the effing hormones ladies today we have emma helen and terry with us unfortunately bina has not been able to join us we have yet to find out why but ladies <laughs> i am so so privileged and honored to have you i have been a long time fan of yours and Big fan uh, girl aren't you? so so and I've listened to every single podcast you have, and I don't think they come out often oh, enough, bless as far you. as I'm concerned. <laughs> there's there's quite a back catalogue, though, to be fair. Yeah, so if you yeah. binge and listen to all of them, that's several, several hours of listening, isn't that's it? Brilliant. Wow, well done. <laughs> oh, I'm multitasked. I've got my steps in. Um, anyway, <laughs> ladies, thank you so much for joining us. And um, I'm going to, because I'm very good at talking, as Joe knows, I'm going to actually get in and shush, ask you your question and let you talk. So could you tell us, um, give us a brief, get my teeth in, a brief outline of why you started effing hormones and your motivation for doing it? Who wants to start? It, well, I'm going to introduce Helen because I think it was Helen's idea. But what happened in 2020, I think it's fair to say, we all had a bit of an anus horribilis, didn't we? And we all spent a lot of time on our own in our um, apartments or houses. And the uh, we, we used to go out drinking together quite a lot after work. But then that all finished, didn't it, when we were all in lockdown. So instead of going out drinking in a bar, we got together on this platform of Zoom and just um, chatted online, basically, because we were genuinely, you know, four really good mates that wanted to catch up with each other. And then we realised after a while that we sounded like, you know, for want of a better word, four old women moaning about their health problems. For yourself, love. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was like, and literally every conversation would descend into, well, I don't know what's wrong with me. Either this is happening and that's happening to my body and I can't do this anymore and I can't do that anymore. What's happening? And we just sounded like four decrepit old women, didn't we? And <laughs> Helen decided that that would be a great basis for a podcast. <laughs> Somehow it's worked. It sounds terrible, oh, doesn't it? it? Somehow it's I, love, I love your take on this, Emma, honestly. Well, so my take on it is that I had wanted to make a podcast about perimenopause for about two years before this happened. And uh, we all know each other because we were all worked at the BBC together. And like Emma says, we had a little drinking club about once a month. We go out for drinks together. We all still work there together. Anyway, um, in 2019, um, BBC Breakfast, which is the really the biggest uh, sort of breakfast show um, in the UK, did a menopause week. And um, they were based in the same office that I was based in, in Salford, in, in Manchester, Media City. And literally every single woman over 40 or around 40 on that office, it's a big building, were talking about this menopause week. Um, and because I'd already been experiencing perimenopause and heard you know colleagues of mine you know older colleagues of mine talking about menopause for ages i've been thinking there needs to be something there needs to be something and it needs to be for perimenopause i think it needs to be for the younger women i think um anyway this menopause week happened and i was like right i'm doing it i'm doing it because everybody was just honestly the difference it made to the conversations and that very large office was quite striking and so when lockdown did happen and me terry beaner and emma were chatting on zoom um I could hear the podcast. I was like, this is it. This is this is what it needs to be. So kind of corralled you all into doing it, didn't I? And you were all like, 
uh, yeah, okay, yeah. And then I think, do we have to talk about sex? We have sex? to talk about sex. Yeah. Talk yeah. About yeah, we did, Terry. We had a conversation yeah. beforehand, didn't we? I was like, oh no, I don't want to go on about vaginal dryness or anything like that. And then we just, we had, mm-hmm. you know, and then we did it. And then you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up absolutely going for it, didn't we, Tessa? Oh, we did. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Terry, do you have a take a take on it? <laughs> well, I think we were all of the mind that we we weren't getting information anywhere. I mean, we always say, oh, we didn't hear from our mums or, or women in society. I mean, my mum had been saying to me for years, you need HRT, you need HRT. And when I'd gone to the GP, the GP had said, oh, it's not menopause, you'll have that at 51. Now, all through my early 40s, I was having symptoms going. I, I was having migraines and, you know, I don't have... Um, hot flushes but I was having night sweats I was having palpitations I was having lots of tests anxiety all those this is you know you know yourselves there's a list of about 48 symptoms and I had quite a few of them and and nobody recognized when I was having all these appointments that this was actually perimenopause you know that up to 10 years before your period stop you can have various symptoms some women breeze through it but it was I think it was partly because of that as well we weren't getting any information we weren't being educated we were learning a little bit about HRT we had Dr Louise Newsom was becoming quite prolific in, yeah. in media sort of you know championing women's health and I think we saw an opportunity where we could help each other but once we started um, Helen can testify to this. We got started getting messages from women who we didn't know because we initially asked all our friends to listen, which we wrote them into and they did. But then we started get, getting messages from other women saying, oh, my God, you've hit the nail on the head. Or include, some women were suicidal, which, you know, was awful to hear. And we were hearing from them saying, this is this has um, changed my life, this podcast. And we were just having a chat with a few friends. But I think that's kept us driving. You know, I think that's driven us to keep going because we know we're making a bit of a difference, which sounds a bit yeah, cliche, but, but we are. Happy and it's- weep over that, haven't we? And like, you know, it's been very yeah. moving, actually. And yeah. people wanted to have a laugh yeah. as well. Mm, absolutely. That's yeah. important. It's I mean, we always important. say we are not medical experts. Yeah. And I think that's why the podcast worked in a way. We were all coming from it. Well, I particularly was as someone that is absolutely clueless medically and I can't retain information or remember I can vouch anyway. for that. So, <laughs> no, no, I love you. so I had no idea what was happening to my body. And I went through, you know, particularly in season one, through a whole journey of understanding my body and what was happening to it. And I think people could really relate to that because I think a lot of women come to it having had no like discussions with their own mothers or or being told stuff in the in the popular media it had all been a bit sort of brushed under the carpet for the last several generations so it was conversations that we had to have for the sake of our own sanity or and our own health and by that it then helped other women which is just fantastic really i think we've we've learned a lot ourselves i mean we did in the first couple of series we did an a to z of peri and menopause which is looking at things from you know from vitamin d to um you know burning mouth syndrome for the b we, we just went through all the different symptoms but we just looked at we educated ourselves basically and, and in the process hopefully we've educated some of our listeners um because we we didn't know and we've <clears throat> excuse me we've learned quite a lot about what we go through as women when we go through perimenopause and menopause and you know, we we also make some political arguments that you know that, that should oh, yeah. be a, a, a bit public health campaign. You know, we do get very political, don't we? You yeah. know, but um, but yeah, but I think you know, I mean, half the battle is that we need to educate ourselves as women. Um, but it's where to start, and that is that is half the battle. It's like where do you start to find out the information, and what do you need to know? What do you yeah, like the unknown unknowns? You know, Rumsfeld. What do we not know that we need to know? And that's partly what we uh, what we try and do. But we have a laugh in the process, and we're quite rude, and we have some brilliant guests. So uh, yeah, so it's 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 been really good fun. 
Yeah. Where are you all in your journeys? I mean, I'm putting my hands up. I'm postmenopausal now. <laughs> Me too. Postmenopausal. <laughs> Still getting symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm very proud that I'm the furthest along and that I've been postmenopausal for the longest. So um, I always remember it because I met my um, girlfriend, sorry, fiance, in, Jan- in January 2019. And since she's known me, I've had one period. So I haven't had a period since about February 2019. So we're on. So I'm sort of four definitely years. in the postmenopausal club. Then. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it? It's definitely yeah. been a while. But yeah, everyone's in different stages, aren't they, really? Which I guess makes it interesting as well. So, so you did. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, so you did most of perimenopause without having any idea what was going was, on. Then, she presumably. was literally clueless, honestly. <laughs> wow. Wow. Absolutely yeah. clueless. I had no idea. I was what like, you say was I, I basically was slept for 10 us. years. Yeah, I know. I mean, I can remember you coming into work, Emma, and just being so utterly exhausted because you'd had like one or two hours sleep and just thinking, God, you know. Um, and been out clubbing the night before. Well, well yeah, earlier, a bit well. earlier than that. So I, yeah. I put the alcohol yeah. sweats. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. Like yeah. Well, that's it. When you drink as much as I do, it's hard to tell the difference. <laughs> um, so I basically... <laughs> So I've spent. <laughs> we'd wake up and go. I had a hot flush last night. Oh. I don't know if it was that bottle of wine I drank oh. or if some very metaphors. <laughs> tell you what. Uh, weirdly, at the moment, I am sweating profusely, and I'm, my HRT has got it under control. So I think what I've got at the moment is I've got flu, and I keep sweating because <laughs> there's some sort of virus in my body. But it's it's bringing back horrible memories oh. of hot oh. flushes from yeah. the menopause. So yeah, horrible. Helen, where well, are you? Um, I have spent the past two and a half years that we've done this podcast not knowing if I'm perimenopausal or not because uh, my particular symptoms are that I've had a lot of gut health problems, which um, it took me about six years to work out that they were gut health problems. It's been a long journey, guys, um, uh, because there were so many other horrible debilitating symptoms that came from those problems. Anyway, our next episode, we've spoken to Dr. Stacey Sims, who is like internationally renowned, like um, uh, exercise physiologist, nutritionist. She was at Stanford. Um, she knows her shizzle, right? And she absolutely confirmed that, yes, during perimenopause, your gut health can go completely up the spout. And it, like I say, it, it's been about seven years and I'm like, I I am I, honestly it was such a profound moment for me for someone of that caliber to say yes I'm like I'm like I now know what's going on after 7 years right wow so you know and I don't I don't get hot flushes like it, mine was migraine exhaustion anxiety tingling in my hands and feet horrible heart palpitations at 2 o'clock in the morning especially even even if I had like a quarter of a glass of red wine it would go absolutely nuts so I haven't been able to drink for the past uh, however long it's been guys it's been about a year and a half i've not been drinking anyway i often think about this and feel very sorry for you Do you know what i mean and i always say (laughs) right i don't miss the booze half as much as i miss coffee because i've had to give up coffee oh i miss coffee i miss coffee so much but i have discovered like cbd drinks and things like that so i'm like all the girls are taking the mickey out of me because i'm like crack you know you know cracking open me Made little cans of CBD drinks, which yeah, are all perfectly those. above board, you, not naughty. Yeah, you basically, you basically yeah. swapped alcohol for I drugs. Alcohol. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Legal yeah. drugs. Yeah. They're all legal. Until they're not. <laughs> until they're not, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tessa, where are you up? Where are you up to? Um, I thought I was postmenopausal, but actually I think it's just the HRT. 
I'm on continuous HRT, so I think that stops your periods. So I, if I came off HRT now, I think I might still be ovulating and having and have periods. But um, but I'm, I've found a nice balance. I've been on HRT for about three years now. Um, I needed it because it's uh, obviously obviously your estrogen drops before your as you as you go into perimenopause, menopause, your estrogen just keeps dropping. And I was getting estrogen, like lack of estrogen headaches, like terrible migraines like Helen as well. But um, they were just becoming so, um, like they would stop me in my tracks for days. And as soon as oh, I went on horrible. HRT, it was immediately, immediately obvious that it was um, estrogen and I felt immediately better. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I, I do still get some, but nothing like that I was getting. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so for me, um, HRT has, has been one of the, as they say that one of the tools in the toolkit i mean there's other things yeah. as well it's not just about you know um replacing hormones we do lose hormones so it's replacing hormones but for me i've um you know i wherever i'm at in it i think it's it's about how my head approaches it if this makes sense so i've 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 had to embrace that i've i've been going into the change of life that i'm getting older all of those things have actually they've been more um They've had more of an impact on me. That feeling of oh god, my youth is gone. You know yeah. the whole the whole decrepit conversation. You know, but actually, sort of trying to embrace that, doing things I would never have never have even considered before, like yoga. I was going to say we're all yoga with Adrian. But yeah, exactly. I know. I was listening yeah. to a couple. Yeah. I was listening to a couple of your podcasts to remind myself because I've listened to them all, but with my brain fog and my memory, I was like, <laughs> I listened to those ages ago. I'm going to clue myself up again on on the ladies because I know somebody had a histamine intolerance. Well, so that was me. For the life of me, remember which yeah, one of you. No, that, was. that was me, and that was before I kind of knew everything that was going. On. Ultimately, guys, I was shuttling backwards and forwards to the GPs. They kept giving me antidepressants, which is a very common story. Which just because my system was all sort of, uh, I, I don't really know how to describe it, but my body was just completely out of whack because what was going on with my gut health. I had absolutely no idea that that's what it was. So then I developed histamine intolerance, um, and actually, I've, I've got something called candida, which it, you know is an overgrowth of bad bacteria in your gut. Then cause leaky gut, then cause then which then causes histamine intolerance. So I've gone through a journey myself, like throughout doing this, where they've actually finally discovered what's wrong with me. <laughs> it is incredible, isn't it? How so many of these things are linked, and this sort of inflammation that we, you know, that the lack of estrogen and causes, and yeah, it's just mind blowing, really. Which is why it's so good to talk about it, and because mm. people will listen, won't they? And they'll go, "Oh, that's what's going on for me." I had no idea it was anything to do with mm. hormones, um, or potentially something to do with hormones. And yeah, it's everything else as well. I mean, we lose progesterone, we lose yeah. um, testosterone. Um, you know, it's it's the things that we need to do for ourselves, like take magnesium, vitamin D supplements. You probably don't need it in Australia. You're getting enough sun out there, but yeah, you know, we, 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 we're in winter. <laughs> no, we're heading we winter. desperately need it. Terry, yeah. it's funny because over here they don't sell anything less than fifty plus because of the huge amount of skin cancer. So actually, we have to put we have to cover ourselves in fifty yeah. plus. So actually, some Australians do need to take vitamin oh, D. Oh wow, because they're, yeah, they're not getting it properly. Oh yeah, I've got to say though, you've got yeah. a lovely glow. I mean, uh, you know, I've got yeah, I've got a sort of slightly grey I think look. that's the ring light <laughs> oh it's all I'm about the lighting darling <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 How, how how are hormones are we I'm I'm the big four I'm estrogen progesterone testosterone and vaginal estrogen oh Anybody good work oh you I'm on three all over it yeah mm. yeah, yeah I'm, like, oh, I'm all over it love I'm old yeah spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert 
Yeah, for our next episode, I was going to tell you guys that I finally addressed the vagina dryness. Hey. <laughs> I don't have it, but I actually I've gone on. No, I've, it's it's more for the gynecological symptoms of menopause. Is, yeah. is uh, lo- uh, top, topical estrogen. So uh, so yeah, so I finally got some. Good for uh, you. Yeah. So what I'm on estrogen, progesterone, and um, uh, investing. I think it's called. The we need to make you a little yeah, medal good. for that. You know, you, <laughs> you've come so far. <laughs> Give her a lollipop. Have you seen? Oh Pop? yeah! Do you know the lollipop? Do you know the book? No. No. Oh, hang on. So, so, so Terry. <laughs> so we start. Terry has gone from. I don't want to talk about. Oh me! Oh yes, I have it? heard of that book. Me and my, me and my vagina. vagina. Oh. So, because the thing is, Terry's been. You know, you were. The, uh, we ended up developing this like joke, this long-running joke about vaginal dryness because we were like, <laughs> and then. You know, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to discuss it. Because you were like, no, not talking about it. And then she ended up mentioning it three times in the first episode. So we just thought this was hilarious. And then, look, you know what? We And then we, we covered it seriously and we realised actually, look, you know, we, you know, we can't just be cracking jokes about it all the time. Whilst it is also important to have a sense of humour about all the crap that gets thrown our way. So, you know, we, we, we've covered it properly on the programme. So I think we've got a slightly more nuanced approach to it now. <laughs> yeah. We've grown we've up, grown up we've but we've grown up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's hysterical. Do you oh, know, no. though, the, I have found it helpful for peeing myself. Oh. I yeah. got... <laughs> I'm just going to open up. That's the, well, that's, a nice yeah, that's what um, it's for, partly, yeah. You lose... You're, you're slacky or your muscles slack. Everything you know, you, falls. You lose, <laughs> yeah, you, you lose... You lose um, yeah, you become... Listen, it, I've you, had a kid. I know, I know what that's like. Just, yeah, yes. Doesn't it? Well, I've had two, and yes, and I, I never did my pelvic floor muscles, but there was one day when I'd had a bad day and I just stood up oh. off the stool to go and see my daughter-in-law. Oh, I no. I didn't have an urge. And oh. I'd had a bad day and I burst oh, into tears. Like, oh, no, no. And, and I was moaning. I said, and then I just stood up and peed oh. myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a revelation to me. I didn't even know this was possible. I didn't know yeah. this was possible. So, oh, I went on it. Mm. And forgot, I went to see my sister. I'm sorry, I, it's not about me, but it's going to be for two seconds because this is quite important <laughs> for our listeners. Because yeah, that's very important. Mm. Um, I um, went, ended up going to visit, uh, vi- uh, go to Thailand to see my sister, uh, could come over from the UK. I forgot my testosterone and my vagina. Oh, no. I was there for four weeks. What? And I noticed such a difference. I was, yeah. Weeding mm. myself again. Aww. I told you, didn't I, Joe? When I came back, I was like, oh, I literally just came back and saw my Australian doctor and went, oh, I need my hormones. I, I need more of this. And more. I can and imagine. That's, why it's, yes. so, that's why it's so horrific when the, we've had like shortages of yeah. well, a couple of years ago, it was estrogen. Then everyone ran out of progesterone. And it's mm. so dangerous for women. You know, we should, you, you can't just take one and not the other, mm. really. You should be taking them together. So, yeah. I mean, as far yeah. as the hormones are concerned, I don't take any at all because um, I've just been. It, 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 because like I say, I haven't known um, whether I've been perimenopausal or not. Um, and actually, I did, do you know, what? I did end up taking HRT for about five days. And so I actually have excess estrogen um, and I can have too much testosterone as well. So I think what I mean, honestly, the migraine by day five that I had, I was like, I've got it. I've got to just come off this now, now. Because, it, you know, and then I haven't touched it since. So that was just me. So. But yeah, things are starting to slightly go because I always used to be regular as clockwork and I was tracking it for like all this time because I was trying to work out what the hell was going on with me. And I was like, anyway, they've just started going a bit 
all over the place with the dates now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ooh, oh, the joys. Okay. It's a delight, isn't it? It's a joy, isn't it? <laughs> it's a joy. The joy is a complete joy. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm living with my son and daughter-in-law. They've got my nine-year-old coming up, 10-year-old granddaughter starting puberty. She's oh, crying all oh, over the place. Oh. I still have emotional days. They don't know what to do. They've got a daughter no. and a mother or a mother-in-law. Crikey. Well, this is in a lot of households, isn't it? Yeah. And hormones are taking over because you've got teenagers with living exactly. with menopausal women and it's it's chaos, isn't it? It shouldn't happen. Hard They're work. moving to different houses, really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, my son likes to go away to work off. Yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good work. I've, I've bypassed that by having a baby at 50, so I'm doing nappies know, rather than dealing me. with teenagers. Wow, really? How old is she now? She's uh, coming up for 20 months. She's at nursery at the moment. I've just dropped her off. Yeah. Oh, she's a wow. Angel. She really oh, is. She's gorgeous. So, yeah, just to be clear, Emma's girlfriend actually had the baby, didn't she? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There was a celebrity this week that had yes, um, it's a baby um, David David's wife Victoria Corin Mitchell. Victoria Corin Mitchell, yes. yeah. yeah, had 51. a baby at fifty-one. 51? I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know that's lovely? Amazing. I really like those two. It's hope yeah. for us yet. <laughs> yes. Well, since I started the menopause at forty-five, it definitely wasn't me. I know. Very casually, people ask me and go. Is it, um, did you give birth? Like People always want to know the details, don't they? I was like, yeah. no, I've been menopausal for seven years. Of course I didn't give birth. <laughs> you could have done, though. These ovaries oh, no. stopped working a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> it can happen. Although the worst thing that happened happened last week, and this bloke who came to fix the roof asked me if I was her grandmother. <gasps> oh, no. no. Twice, twice that's happened now. Oh, Complete strangers. No. Oh, that's oh. rubbish. I don't look like a grandma. I mean, technically, yes, I am old enough to be a grandma, but I... No. Oh, you don't no, like it, happy. do you, sweetheart? You're not happy. I don't no, like I it. No, to be fair, though, I'm 54 and I'm a granny, but I've got a friend who has had a baby at 44 from school. But So she's she's mothering a 10-year-old and I'm grandmothering it. Yeah. yeah. When you do yeah. it, yeah. I did exactly. mine really early. Some people do it really exactly. early. People have such fixed ideas, don't they, about, oh. about it all. It's Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is the trouble, isn't it? People have always got opinions, haven't they? When they have. Got, especially they have. when you've got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, You're like all right. <laughs> oh, I had, yes. I had another. I had another woman when I was walking the dog come up to me and go, "Is she adopted? Is she <gasps> Chinese? What do you say to that? I mean, Just, that... no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, where does the is she Chinese? That's ridiculous. Is she Chinese? I mean, honestly, because she's oh got gosh. Down syndrome. I suppose she looks a bit Chinese, but that's you know, it's oh. a whole other discussion, really. But yeah. yes, isn't it? It's wow. Some people can just Gosh. just um just be so out of order. I mean, at some I point, unless they've they've got a menopausal brain that stops it engaging, at what yeah. point do you think that's acceptable to ask a stranger? I know. It's weird, yeah, isn't it? It People is weird. weird. Anyway, we've probably got a bit anyway. off topic there, but anyway. We have. We need to. Menopause completely, but hey, it's nice having a chat. Um, so, how are things I've told before? I've got some lovely questions for you, ladies. I hope you're going to give me some funny answers. Mm-hmm. But just before we best. go on to those, um, how do you think, since you started your podcast in 2021 to now, how, how, has, the la- how has the land changed regarding menopause? Because I think Davina had just come out just before you launched your No, podcast. just after. No, we'll be oh, called Davina, after... please. Yeah, no. we were way before Oh, no, Davina. actually, no, no, do you know what? Let's let's be, honestly, <laughs> let's be fair here. So what happened was we recorded sure. all the episodes in the April. So we were doing it. We were doing it before Davina. Um, and then Davina yeah. came out in May and then we didn't launch until the 1st of July. No, no that's this is, true. And to be fair, Davina... Here. 
They were in the can. In the can. (laughs) Also, to be fair, Davina was doing like workshops on Facebook and stuff like that, wasn't she? Before the big TV program, before it went really well. Hey, listen, I was delighted. I was like, listen, look, we're going to get all the extra free publicity because everyone's banging to the Davina thing. And we're launching a podcast in like two weeks' time. Fabulous. Thanks very much, Davina. Yeah. Yay. But yeah, I think we'd all agree that it's changed dramatically, hasn't it? I think, you know, you hear conversations all over the place. And now, literally this week, I was at the theatre and I just heard two women having a conversation about the menopause in the toilets in the interval. And I just thought, would you have had that even five, ten years ago? I don't know. People are really just discussing it openly and talking about it a lot more than they ever have done. And, you know, that's why we started it, because people weren't talking about it. And I feel like in this short period of time, yeah, it is part of the sort of zeitgeist now. People are aware of it, and people are talking about it, and not just women. Men are becoming more aware of it as well, which is mm. really important that we have male listeners. Yeah, yeah. We've got obviously we've got in the UK we've got the um, the all party parliamentary group as well, haven't we? In the menopause group, and we've got people talking about it in Parliament. I can't imagine that it's in any of the notes in Hansard in the last you know fifteen years until very recently, and mm. it seems to be you know not just Carolyn Harris are the women who are sort of championing it and and I think yeah Caroline I think it's also I think it's a springboard for women's health as a platform as well I think they're they're talking about polycystic ovary syndrome talking about um, women's pain Mm. women's childbirth all these things yeah Uh, because it's I think the menopause opened the floodgates really to um, the menopause discussion to sort of talk about other things that affect women's health and you know the misogyny in health um, which is something we talk about quite a lot on the Mm. on the podcast and get quite vexed about but um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely changing Um, I think I think it's going two ways I think everybody's talking about it but I think in some instances, some of the people I've spoken to, they've gone to the GP and they're going, "Oh, have you been watching Davina? Or, or you, yeah. you don't need the, you don't need the HRT? Oh, just because you've seen it." And and sort of taking away the fact that women right. are educating themselves and using it as a put down. I think it's going that way in some cases. But I think the the real champion for me is Dr. Louise Newson, who, off the back of all these programs, has been offering free courses to GPs because GPs in the UK do not have to train in menopause. Um, so she was offering free courses to GPs and, and uh, practice nurses and others who are involved in women's health to to learn about the menopause and to learn about prescribing in menopause. And she continues to do that. Mm. Um, and I think that whole wave of education should have been something that was done in the NHS, but somebody has, she's filled that gap. And I think people like her and the Davinas and the Kate Muir who made Davinas documentaries, um, Carolyn Harris, Carolyn Noakes, I think all these people, all these women are really sort of championing women's health as, as a whole. And I think we're part of that discussion and I'm quite proud to be part of that. I mean, sometimes I'm really embarrassed about it when, you know, my partner's colleagues say, oh yeah, I heard you talk about vagina dryness. But, you know, you just, you, you think, well, actually that's a part of a bigger yeah. picture. It's part of I like to think of us as like the naughty younger and, sisters, basically, who are yeah. like, for the people who haven't got a <laughs> freaking clear we used to go out used to like yeah. going out when they were younger and don't want you know what i mean they, that's how they still feel basically but they've just been hit over the head with this like a sledgehammer and want other people to identify with you know mm. big fish little fish HRT. exactly yeah. it was called the, the, the working title for effing hormones was perimenopausal x-ravers in my head before we started it effing hormones is effing hormones is great it's great yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. It it's... is hysterical. Um, and your effing <laughs> awards and everything. I just love you, girl. Yeah. Oh, I love you too. I'll go off on another fangirl thing. <laughs> right. Now, I know we're running out of time and this is going to, going to go so quickly for our last 20 minutes or so. Joe, have you got the questions? I have. Do you, you want to start? Because I'm going to pour myself a little glass of wine. Oh, God. Oh, she's on it already. You've driven it out mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the pressure, like quick fire round, and she's got the veto out. <laughs> 
I've, I've got my Barocca. Well, oh, Alden lovely. I'm going to go and see. It looks bright orange, so it looks like. Look, ladies. There go. Okay, ready. Hey. <laughs> She's there. Great. Okay, so um, do you have, can you share with us um, a, a menopause moment from uh, your own experience that perhaps left you laughing? <laughs> Uh, which we hope is uh, is possible, despite uh, you know, despite everything else. So your sort of favourite menopausal moment? Oh yes, Terry, go. So yeah, I don't know if it left me laughing, but um, this week a report came out that said um, menopausal brain and brain fog affects women's sense of direction. And just after I read that, I was in the car, and for the first time in my life, I drove into a curb rather than reversed into a so rather than parallel parking and reversing in yeah for some reason i don't know why i did this because i've been driving for years i drove straight in oh my god and damaged the wheel and the alloy like, on my like brand new car it. oh no yeah i drove oh, at it and i went up and over it i didn't just i didn't just hit it i went up and over it oh trying no. to park and, and the parking space was massive it was like that empty car park syndrome you know when you no. don't know where to park and you end up driving around it 10 times yeah. because it's all empty and you can't and I'll then you find decision. someone, you park beside them. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that, but I literally went oh. in, hit the curb and up and over the curb oh and did a number on the brand new car. <laughs> oh, so, my yeah. God. So in the, in, I, I got home and I, I'd seen the report and I was just like, oh, my God, you know, I'll, bl- I'll blame that. But um, yeah. thankfully, my better half hasn't seen the car yet. So uh, I'm, oh. trying to, I'm trying to keep quiet on that one. <laughs> By talking about it on a podcast. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not one of ours. She's not going to listen. Have either of you two got any any any, um, any uh, funny stories? Well, I mean, I We've as well Emma as podcasts. Yeah, as well as podcasts, I, I work in radio as well. So I think being a live radio broadcaster going through the menopause is supposed to be interesting, shall we say? I've got lots of embarrassing brain fog stories, but. What used to happen, and this was way before we started effing hormones, I was presenting the breakfast show on Gadio, and I would have hot flushes in the morning and I would have to, I mean, and you know what it's like, you literally have to go from wearing clothes to wearing no clothes because you just cannot believe the mm. temperature that your body is at. Um, so my lovely co-presenter, um, who I'm extremely good friends with, by the way, and he is lovely, but he would always take an opportunity for to turn something into hysteria and something funny would not just let me get away with it and just like oh i'm just having a hot flush let's just you know respect her privacy would put on strip tease music and go oh she's at it again (laughs) (laughs) and just like say oh here we go it's the goswell strip tease again practically naked now here we go and just sing at me and make it really really obvious that i was having a hot flush yeah no privacy whatsoever when you're live broadcasting Oh, no. <laughs> brilliant! Helen, have you got one, or should I come up with the next? Yeah, question? come up with the next question because mine's no, nowhere near as good as that. <laughs> oh. Right, hang on, get me, get me glasses. You've got a good brain fog one, though, Helen. I suppose I have. The, well, the other the other week, I went to I went to a lovely cafe for lunch because I work from home, and I'd agreed to meet a, a mate for lunch. One of the perks of freelancing, right? You know, you got your manage your own time. Mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to it. She got a baby. I was going to meet the baby. Uh, got there, ordered myself some lunch. Ten minutes later, she wasn't there. 20 minutes later, she wasn't there. I'd ordered lunch by then, was tucking in. And I was thinking, look, she's just a bit late because it's difficult getting out when you've got a baby, isn't yeah. it? And then... Oh, no, I'm waiting and for then the I was trying, yeah. And then I realised that I didn't have a number, right? 
I was like, oh, I only messaged her on Facebook. So I'm messaging her on Facebook Messenger, nothing back. Anyway, got got to the end of the lunch, which was very nice, by the way. And lunch for one. Billy no mates. And I was like, oh, it's next week, isn't it? It's next week. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> a week uh, early a week, a week early, early. That... i had a double lunch because i had exactly the same lunch a week later because it was so nice <laughs> did you tell her <laughs> oh yeah because i've been messaging so she had this trail of messages or uh, messages on her oh. facebook messenger and then where are she you hadn't responded to any of them and then the last one was like oh my god ha 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 <laughs> it's, it's next week <laughs> What did? <laughs> oh, I thought with your menop- menopause brain, it might have been the wrong restaurant or the wrong no. cafe. That's what yeah. I was expecting. Wrong year. There's a very cool cafe in uh, in the part of Manchester where I live, and like normally you can't get in because it's full of mums and babies, right? But uh, it was it was completely empty, so it was just me and the and the and the waitress. And I was like, um, well, she's got a baby, so um, maybe she's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not total Billy No Mates. Promise. Did you admit it to the staff? Oh, no, tell me, of course I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the thing, right? Because I've gone from, you know, initially when the brain fog first started, I was I was frightened by it because I was like, what is yeah. happening to me? And lots of women say this to us, don't they, girls? Um, mm. And actually now that I, I've got, had the education and I feel empowered now, now I'm like, oh, do you know what? I don't care. I don't care if people think I'm being ditzy or whatever. And, and you will quite often say as well, Emma, quite empowered about it, say, I'm having a brain fog moment yeah. because I've got menopause. Deal with it. Yeah, and I've, yeah. and I think it's important to do that. And I did that on air several times, you know. And I'm broadcasting mm. to tens of thousands of people listening, and I can't remember a basic word that has been in my vocabulary in my brain for the last fifty years, and then suddenly you don't have access to it anymore, which is fine if you're just talking to your mates or your partner. But when you've got Not tens of thousands of listeners, you think you're an absolute <laughs> idiot because you can't remember the word for dressing gown or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like horrible embarrassing so then i just yeah. have to go i'm sorry it's bron- menopause brain fog and yeah. you know and open up the conversation and talk about it because it's it's important yeah i've done that with people's names yeah. i speak to my little gliss granddaughter she's four and i keep just forgetting names i'm, I'm not postmenopausal i've got all my hormones something should be happening to sort of level me out <laughs> I be but still my brain doesn't work <laughs> so i call it so the other have you got your have you got your thingy and I just came up with thingy and she looked at me at four and they don't call me granny. They call me Mimi. Mimi, I don't know what a thingy is. And you keep saying that word. <laughs> 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 because it's everything I can come up with. Yeah. From the mouth of babes. <laughs> yeah, Mimi oh, is stupid. Brilliant. Anyway. <laughs> so, ladies, who wants to start this one off? If menopause had its own theme song, what would it be? And how would the dance moves go? Now, as ex-ravers, oh. come on, we should have some good stuff here. No, it's more like... Any hill. I love it. Brilliant. I love it. <laughs> we, we've got an Effing Hormones uh, Spotify playlist, which we all added tunes to it in the, in the first episode. And mine was completely against my uh, my ravey past because I chose uh, back, back in Black by ACDC because I just like that. You know, sometimes you want a bit of like, eh, 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 and then it's like you're just screaming over the top of it, isn't it? And you just think, yeah, it's like that yeah. sometimes. It's like that. But then, Terry, I, I hope you're not going to choose this one because I'm going to nick it as well because I love Left Field. And you, you ages ago, you mentioned Release, Release, Release the, the Pressure, Pressure, which is one of my favourite tunes from the 90s. And I just thought, yeah. yeah, Release the Pressure, just chill with it, man. Have a good dance and, mm. like, yeah, mm. get it all out. 
And I, <laughs> I think for our playlist, I chose the Libertines Can't Stand Me Now because I just thought, my God, my girlfriend must hate me by now because I'm so irrational and so moody and I just want to scream and just go Rah! all the time. And I just thought she must just like absolutely detest me by now but somehow somehow she stayed with me oh um, but i think yeah i was thinking about it when when i saw your list of questions and i was thinking actually another one would be niles barkley crazy because it's like does this make me crazy <laughs> probably because you spend your whole time in perimenopause going am i actually crazy so ladies our last question for today because we're running out of time with you lovely ladies if menopause had a mascot what would it be and why and who wants to start? Yeah, well, I'm diving in on this one because I we all love Carol Vorderman. And we just love <laughs> the fact that she just doesn't give a shit anymore, does she? And she just says whatever. You know, she's had enough. She's a postmenopausal woman who's had enough. She's not taking it. And she just says what she wants to say. And, you know, we've been watching her. You know, she's been doing the political stuff as well. Been going into, like, Parliament and speaking to MPs and the all-party parliamentary group. And, and uh you know, there's 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 a sense of sort of like righteous anger that comes from it that just makes you want to go, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. So we gave her an effort a few episodes yeah. back, and uh, I think she should. I think she needs to be the menopause mascot because we all just love her. Yeah. Hey, listen. Sorry, have you any time Carol wants to come on effing hormones? Like uh, that would be guest <laughs> oh, dream guest. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Carol. Like, everyone, everyone, put it into the ether. Send out the vibes. Mm, come on, Carol. We love what? you. Bound to clearly, she's bound to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's got yeah. a bit of time now. Yeah. She's left BBC, isn't she? Yeah, obviously got time around. <laughs> <laughs> Kid, kidding. Love you. <laughs> I think we're all. Ta- are we all taking Carol? <laughs> Tell us about Verity. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Was that me? Um, okay. So we had a guest on uh, in our last series. She started kicked off our last series. Dr. Claire McCauley, who is a oncologist and a. Um, She's a sex therapist. She's a therapist uh, for women uh, um, recovering from cancer treatment and helps them with uh, restore their sex lives. And she has a puppet and she came on our um, Insta uh, and did a did a social with her uh, brilliantly named Verity the Velvet Vulva puppet. But she used it in a, in a brilliant way. She's, she's hilarious, but she used it in a brilliant way to educate women about what happens with vaginal dryness in terms of um, how when you lose estrogen, what happens in terms of the gynecological symptoms of menopause. Mm. And it's really worth a watch just to understand what might be happening. Yeah, it is hilarious. We cracked up. Oh, it's so funny. And, and mm. also, but you know what? She sort of talks you through what all the bits are because, you know, we know that, um, you know, when the guys were a bit taken aback when I pointed out a article where I pointed out how many women don't actually know what's what down there, you know? So, mm. you know, she shows you what's what. It's all very, you know, and it's hilarious as well. What's not to love? That's on Insta at, at Effing Hormones. Yes. So go to our Insta. Emma. Yes. Do you have a, do you have a mascot, my darling? No, I don't have one. No, I'm just going to vote right, for Carol. I'm going to vote I'm for not... Carol. <laughs> vote for Carol. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So we like to end our podcast with um, with three nuggets of wisdom, of uh, <laughs> uh, some words of encouragement for, for people listening. So I wonder if um, you want to go one each, if you've got one little bit of golden uh, nugget, one little nugget of wisdom or um, 
just something funny, uh, whatever you like to to leave us with today as uh, as we wrap this up. Well, I did have a, a clothing one, just a tip oh, for yeah. hot flushes. Like people always go, oh, it must be terrible having hot flushes in the summer. No, because you're hot all the time then anyway. Hot flushes are way worse in the winter. So my top tip for coping with hot flushes in the UK winter mm-hmm. is don't wear loads and loads of layers. Wear a T-shirt and then get a nice chunky knit so you're warm enough mm-hmm. and then you just got to take one layer off because there's nothing worse than having your 25 layers that you've got <laughs> to peel off when you've got to be immediately cool when you're 95,000 yeah. degrees. That's a so good point. just do not layer up if you're going Brilliant. through the menopause in a UK winter. So that's my little clothing tip for you there. Thank you, Emma. Much appreciated. M- mine would be a little bit more, uh, probably a bit more serious, but I'd probably say the thing I've learned in doing the podcast is to edu- I've had to educate myself. So uh, there are three things that I would suggest to any woman going through menopause, and that's, well, three books, basically. Um, it's the um, the Knowledge by Nigat Arif, Dr. Nigat Arif, um, d- d- anything by Dr. Louise Newson, including her balance website, which helps you track where you're at yourself with your cycles or your perimenopause, and also explains how you can help yourself. And then Kate Muir, everything I, um, I needed to know about menopause, but was too afraid to ask. And um, those are three books that stand out in my mind that have been really helpful for me to learn what I needed to learn for, for, for me um, mm. in menopause. So I really recommend those books. Brilliant. Oh, yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And mine would be, you're not on your own. I mean, that's just something yeah. that, you know, we're really passionate about. That's one of the reasons why we did the podcast. And, yeah. you know, if you find yourself that and like-minded people experience the same thing, you're able to talk about it. We can't solve each other's medical problems, but we can make each other feel better by not feeling alone anymore. That's my massive, more serious and heartfelt message from the whole of effing hormones, no matter how funny or silly mm. or rude it gets. That's Brilliant. that's the reason why we do it. Yeah. Well, yours were both really good. Yours were really like... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yours is great. And you're great, Emma. You have to do practical. We couldn't do that because we're not hot, flushy people. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I've never been a hot, flushy p- person. I have no idea what you go through. So, perfect uh, nugget. Yeah, <laughs> ladies, we've got one minute left, Aww. so we're going to have to say goodbye to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute and, delight. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for asking us on what the fog. Yeah, thank you, and good luck with yours with what the fog. It sounds like, uh, yeah, we're all part of this together, aren't we? Aww. Fighting the good fight. And bless you. Thank you for listening to the whole of Effing Hormones back catalogue. <laughs> All in one go. <laughs> we give her an effort. Let's give you both an effing. Yay! Yeah, you deserve an effing award for that one. Well done. <laughs> yeah, let's give Emma Matt an effing. There's no prop, but yeah, we get an effing. You do. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. Take Thanks, care. ladies. Bye. Take care. Thank you. You too. Thank Bye. you. Great day. Enjoy your wine. Thank you for listening. All references can be found in the show notes. Please remember to like follow share subscribe and rate us any or all of which we'd greatly appreciated remember to email us your menopausal moments your funny stories and anything you'd like us to talk about or questions the email is watchthefogcast at gmail.com you can follow us on the following socials instagram joe is underscore what the fog m is the modern menopause joe has a private facebook group called what the fog Joe's website is courage-coaching.co.uk. M's website is themodernmenopause.co.uk. You can find us both on LinkedIn, Joe Ibbert and Emma Meads.